0: This is Amstigator, a podcast founded on purpose, but focused on the path to get there. Experience is the best teacher, right? And in this season of Amstigator, we're going all in on female perspective of women and wisdom as we answer one specific question. What's the lesson here? You'll hear from my best girlfriends and favorite female collaborators as we share deeply about what we're here to learn and teach as we guide other women to purpose. Today's episode is all about just going for it. The woman you're going to meet today is someone who I've watched evolve just right before my own eyes. In 2017, Emily Kinzer walked into my newsroom in Indianapolis. She was a reporter, so bright eyed and bushy tailed. It was her second job in television and she was just 25 years old. One year later, 2018, is when I moved to Nashville. And not long after that, she moved to Sarasota, Florida, thinking she was on that TV news anchor train. Now, she could have never anticipated how her life was about to change just in that move to Florida. But it's not what happened to her. It's the choices she made that changed her life and like huge change. She took charge of her life in the most inspiring way. You guys, she up and quit her job just one year ago. Yes, she's about to say F it and set sail around the world in a 40-foot live-aboard catamaran. It's amazing. And it's all because she had a dream and she just went for it. I can hardly believe the personal evolution that she's undergone in these past five years. It's incredible. And I've gotten a front row seat to all of it. So in this episode, you're going to hear the full story. And I know some of you are saying, how the heck is she doing this? So we get into all of that. Plus, she has real talk about leaving the job she hated to go all in on a dream. I mean, like up in the clouds, far, far out there dream. So we talk a lot about how you know stepping out in faith really worked out for her, and she encourages you to do the same thing. If you don't already, you need to follow Amstigator on Instagram this week because we have such great inspirational clips from Emily encouraging you to do what this episode is all about. The lesson is, go for it. We also get into the nitty gritty, too, of how she and her now husband had to plan it all out. They didn't just have a dream and it happened. They had to coordinate leaving their jobs, starting the company, finding the boat, selling the house, starting the YouTube channel, validating the business plan, blah, 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 blah. I mean, it was a lot. But they believed, and they're doing it now. So I'll tell you now and remind you again at the end. Follow them on Instagram and YouTube. It's The Adventure Cruise. You can also sign up for emails from them because they're always updating their sailing plan. And that's important because you can do liveaboard charters with them. So like if they're on the Abacos, for example and you've always wanted to go, you can go do an adventure cruise with them and live aboard for a few days. So I was so glad when she said yes to being on the podcast, and she had to travel from Sarasota, come up to Nashville to do it recently, and I'm just so glad to support her, and I can't wait for you to do the same. And now here is my sweet friend and soon-to-be captain, Emily Kenzer-Cruz. With the lesson, just go for it. Um okay. So Emily. Okay. Do I need to call you Emily Cruz? I'm just curious. You're still in my phone as Emily Kinzer, just you so you know. You can call me
1: whatever no, you well, want. No, like
0: for real though, I need to No,
1: I want you to call me Captain Emily.
0: Are you real? Do you have a captain's license? We're
1: one test away from getting our captain's Wait, license.
0: We did we? So I thought you had we, to take we an individual. To... Is right, it your... we took
1: the class together.
0: I didn't so know that. Captain Cole
1: and Captain Emily. Shut up. I want like I wanted to call you like first mate, but you're not even. No, well, I would be the admiral, first of all. Okay, okay. Which is the boss. Okay. So we'll tell you that I'm the admiral.
0: Okay, so you are captain almost. Almost Captain, captain Emily Cruz. Yes.
1: So we have Freaking done A. this 60-hour uh, US Coast Guard captain's course. We have taken three of the four tests. We saved the last one, which is the hardest. Last for bet, last Rolls of the road, <laughs> to keep you from getting into a collision on the waterways. We saved that one for last because it's just difficult. When are so, you going to take that? Tuesday.
0: So our, no flight, way. our
1: flight gets back into Sarasota at 10 p.m. I have work all day. He has work all day on Tuesday, and then we'll go take our test that night. So needless to say, we'll be studying on the plane.
0: Oh my gosh. By the time that I release this episode, you will have taken it. So I'll definitely yes. give uh, listeners a, an update on how you yes, did on your test. Of course. Um, tell me what it is that you're doing right now. Like your life in this very moment right now, what is it like?
1: It has changed dramatically since we last saw each other. Okay. So we're now living on a boat. <laughs> I mean,
0: like, Okay. Okay. I need all the details
1: so this has been a dream of mine and cole's for two years now we started dating in 2020 in the height of the pandemic uh we had met prior yeah um, but you
0: had been set up right like because it was one of your friends who was like i have this guy you need to meet this guy and she
1: would not shut up
0: and you're like whatever what did, did that go on for like a year
1: it went on for like a year wow so we met at a birthday party It was my girlfriend who I worked with at the station because at the time I was working in
0: news. Right, right. She was my
1: very first friend. She's like, "Hey, come to my boyfriend's surprise birthday party. You don't have any friends, so come on." (laughs) You're like, like, "Thanks." Okay, great. (laughs) Cole was there. He was casually dating someone at the time. He'll tell you he was a serial dater at the time because (laughs) he said our first date. He said, "I have everything I want in life but the partner." Oh. And I know exactly what I'm looking for, and it's this, 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 and this.
0: We're, at the okay. time, I'm just curious. Were you like, well, that's me? Or were you like, uh, no, back I d- up? I definitely
1: thought, like, that's me. I, I qualify okay. here. Okay. But um, that was a whole year before. So he had met me at the party. I knew who he was. He had asked my girlfriend's boyfriend, who the birthday party yeah, was yeah, for. Yeah. He said, who's that girl? And the guy said, oh, that's the new morning anchor. She took over Jacqueline's spot.
0: And what town are you in at this point? Sarasota. That's right.
1: Yes. And Cole says, oh, that's my type. And not knowing anything about me other than the fact that I was a morning anchor and I was from Tennessee. And for a year onward, he would ask my friend about me. She would tell me about him and say, you should just go on a date with him. And I'm like, not interested, completely unbothered by anybody, not just Cole, but anybody. I was going to Dallas. I was going to Phoenix. I was going to anchor somewhere. Right.
0: Let's talk about that part. Because, like, you went down to Sarasota, first of all. Like, you did grow up in Tennessee. Yeah. Landlocked. Landlocked. Never been in the water or on the water other than like lakes. Other than
1: the lake, right? And I knew I loved the water, right? I grew up going to the lakes in the summer, grew up going to the beach. That was the highlight of my vacations. Orange Beach, Gulf Shores, Panama yeah. City. So I always knew I love that, but never like spending time on the water in the capacity for when I moved to Sarasota. I mean, yeah. I'm Ten minutes away from the beach. Let's go. Yeah, no. So,
0: like, at this point, you had only worked in South Bend. You had gone to school at Middle Tennessee State University exactly. outside of Nashville in yep. Murfreesboro. Then you go to South Bend, Indiana, landlocked. Yep. You go. You go then uh, to Indianapolis, where we met. Yep, landlocked. Landlocked. And then you're like, I have this opportunity to anchor in Sarasota, and sure. at that point, I'm telling you, like, as a mentor, as a friend, yes, I'm like, Hey, this is a great job for you. Go take this job. Mm-hmm it makes sense. Because you were offered a job in Nashville. Like, let's be clear. You were off at my station. At your station. We could have been yeah. co-workers
1: again. And I
0: even told you, I'm like, this is not the job for you. Like, you need to go take this anchoring job down in Sarasota. So you go to Sarasota. Your girlfriend's like, meet this guy. And you're like, I'm not dating anybody. I'm doing this anchoring thing. I'm going to a top 10 market. Yep. That's what it's going to be. Skirt. <laughs> life gets in the way. Yeah. And you totally change your plan captain cruise. (laughs) So like, get me up to speed where you, you like actually start dating Cole and you guys realize, Oh, we are made for each other. Yeah. Well, what's
1: funny. I was thinking back recently and I found a text message. I believe it was August 26th of 2020. So barely a month after our first date, he said to me, there are so many things we want to do. We should just quit our jobs and travel the world. And that's the first text message exchange that I can find where we talked about that. Did you
0: screen grab it? Is this of like on I did. your. Of course, I'll
1: share this on Instagram. We need soon. to.
0: I mean, we. You. Yeah, right. You need to. Of
1: course, I will. But that just goes to tell you our first date was July 26th. One month later, we're talking about traveling the world. So we're talking Together. about very, very, very fast. Like. I knew this guy, you know, I knew he was a nice person, but like we had just started dating like in this capacity and we're like, hey, let's go. So it all started because I told him, I'm like, hey, I would really love to take time off TV. As you know, it's always contract based. You're locked in for two and three and, you know, sometimes four, and five four and, years. And, yeah. So I said, hey, after one of my contracts, which at my sarasota station i had a two-year contract i would love to take time off buy an rv and travel our country mm-hmm. he's like yeah that sounds great we could do 50 states in 52 weeks and it was like we were golden this was gonna gonna happen and then he says well have you ever thought about sailing of course not i grew up in tennessee i've never been on a sailboat <laughs> well, I, mean, I don't
0: know the first Yeah, thing you've about been on sailing. a boat but a yeah. sailboat and a boat are right. different
1: aboard, like a, a big boat that you live and cook and sleep and travel on in that capacity no I'd never been on one so we but he had
0: Um, Is is he born and raised in Sarasota? He
1: was born and raised in Florida,
0: so Orlando
1: area, yes. So he grew up being a power boater, and he'll always tell you, like, would have never thought about sailing otherwise, because I always have a schedule, right? I don't have time for it to take all day for me to get somewhere. Totally. Because I have a schedule. I have to be at work on Monday. We got things to do. Exactly. Places to go, people to see, and fast. (laughs) So he's always been a powerboat guy, and then um, we just started watching YouTube, and we're like, this is really cool. Another YouTube. This is really cool. Wait, maybe this is something we could do, and we just quickly started believing like this is something we can totally do. And I'm like, I'm a journalist. If anyone is qualified to put stories yeah. together and document put them on YouTube, yeah. it's me. Yeah, I'm you, qualified. You
0: already shoot, write, and edit video. Yeah. This is something we do in television. It's exactly. called one man band when right. you're in tel- news. Yeah, you were already doing that. You I knew was how to do it. Already
1: doing that exactly. But even going back farther before Cole and I started dating, I remember I was sitting on the beach with a co-worker. This was probably 2019, actually. So quite a ways before Cole came into the picture. I remember saying, like, I'm just really getting sick of news. I'm sick of mm. just all the gloom and doom. You know, I'd been in three markets at this point. It's all the same stuff, just different place. Girl,
0: <laughs> only the call letters change. <laughs> right.
1: And I was just really feeling like, there's got to be more than this, right? Like, I love my life here, but I don't love my life at work. Mm. And I'm so happy here. I'm not willing to uproot what I have here to go to another market and see, like, oh, is it going to change? Mm-hmm. Because my quality of life was so
0: good. Okay, let's dig into that. Yeah. Because I feel like that's <clears throat> that's something that a lot of people can identify with, being in love with their life, but then not liking where they spend the bulk of their waking hours. Exactly. We spend more time at work than we do at home. Right. So if you don't love what you're doing, which I feel like I'm just going to take a stab, it's fewer than 20% of people who actually oh, love probably. what they do and find purpose in what they do. So mm-hmm. tell me the point where you go, I don't I don't love this. Let me explore. Because most people go, I don't love this. Let me just work for the weekend. But you said, I don't love this. Let me explore what I Do love. Sure. Talk me through the transition. So
1: that started in 2019. Those ideas were in my mind, but like, what was I going to do with it? How was I ever going to get to the point of traveling and telling stories or having the time to do it? Because in TV, your benefits aren't always great. You either don't make the money, so you can't travel, or you don't have the time off, so you can't travel. So those ideas were in my mind, right? Like, I spoke that to a coworker. I would love to travel and tell stories. Fast forward to 2020, Cole and I start dating. And then it's like, hey, let's buy this RV. And then, hey, let's buy a sailboat. Those ideas just kept festering and festering. And my contract was coming up um, in May of 2021. And by then, I was like completely and totally and utterly
0: over it. Well, people don't understand. Like, I'm I'm just going to be honest. Newsrooms can be freaking toxic. Like, toxic places to work. And I... It pains me to say that because people watch, you know, their favorite news personality on television and you just make up in your mind like that they must live some glamorous life. More often than not, their work behind the scenes is crappy, you know, between not feeling valued or uh, managers making decisions for you that affect you. But then there's no thought to how they affect you. So then Mm -hmm. you're like swimming in this cesspool of toxicity. So you were already there and you're like this sucks
1: I was done between the climate of the news just in general COVID for 365 plus days leading the top of the newscast every newscast Mm -hmm. day in and day out politics all of the garbage that was going on and dare I say it's just garbage
0: (laughs) you're (laughs) out um, of it you can say all of it I
1: can say whatever I want um all of that and then us having this dream i'm like there's got to be there's got to be another way right like something something else and so it was may of of 2021 where i'm like i've got to get out of here so the thought was we would um i would stick it out in tv until the point of leaving yeah. i was going to try to stay another year but they did a terrible job with
0: your contract Yeah. so they basically pushed you out right they said You're 3 like, years my, my hands or, are or
1: like We'll put you on weekends. And I'm like, wait a minute. I've been here over two years. I'm not going to move to weekends. And and I'm not a main anchor. Right. I'm not going to sign a three-year deal. Like, I want a one-year deal or I want an out. And so I said, all right, well, I'm done.
0: Yeah. They think, I say they, meaning like uh, management at, I mean, pretty much every TV station. Mm -hmm. This is like the, I'm at the fourth TV station. What they always believe they can do is twist your arm Mm -hmm. and that you'll say yes. So you will bend. But you, Emily... Kinzer Cruz, did not bend. You were like, no, No. I really do have something that's more important and more valuable to me.
1: And in fact, I sat across from my then news director on my last day and I said, I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but I'm just going to tell you this because it's really on my heart. I said, Cole and I are going to buy a boat next year and I'm going to tell stories all over the world.
0: And he said. And I'm sure
1: he thought. You are Looney too. <laughs> let's let's go and uh, take you across the street and uh put you in that yeah. uh mental care facility. Let's commit you. Right, yeah. Let's uh let's get you committed, but I think he was just kind of like Okay. Well,
0: people think that's crazy because no one has the guts to do it.
1: Right. I mean, you expect to get pushback, right, if you're going to swim upstream. We know that. We're swimming upstream. We're swimming against the current. You're like swimming you've... up
0: ocean, gal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we expect people to to look at us a little crazy and for not everybody to understand. It's not for everybody to understand. Oh, I understand it perfectly. Okay. I know you do.
0: I think. I mean, <laughs> well, this, this is the thing that I also think people need to know is like you and I, I mean, Not only are we friends, we look alike. Oh, yeah. From the get-go. When we first started working together in 2017, people thought we were sisters. Like, we even have this Mm -hmm. amazing picture of being in the exact same dress on the same day, unintentionally. Yep. And we do look exactly alike. So here we are, me and you, and we've stayed connected all this time. And I have leaned on you Mm -hmm. in the same way you've leaned on me. You know, the things that I've called and asked you, like, gosh, even last year, as I was starting to work on Amstigator. I was about to say that. Do you remember? I was in between two ideas. Uh Do you remember what, do you have any recollection of what you told me to do in that time? I don't remember what I told (laughs) you to do. I remember the ideas, though. Yeah, yeah. So, like, you said to me, Lauren, um, if you've got this particular idea in hand right now, I mean, I'd freaking run with it, is what you told me. And is I was that what like, I said? <laughs> yeah, you were like, this is obvious to me. And I was like, thank you. But, like, that's the kind of friendship we have.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I know I can always trust your advice. It's always been great and heartfelt. And, you know, I look at you as like a big sister. So, you know, you've always been in, in my corner, whatever crazy idea it is. And but it's not even, crazy. And even taking the Sarasota job, which we didn't talk about this point earlier, but that was the lowest paying job of any offer I took the lowest paying job because I knew in my heart I was supposed to be there. Yeah. I just was supposed to be there.
0: Well, I mean, and to be clear, I wanted you to take that job because you needed to have anchor on your resume, exactly, for what your goals were. Sure. And that's why we—that's why we, right? Like, uh, like I signed the contract. You're my do, agent. That's why we
1: did that, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that was the point because the idea at the time was that was a stepping stone to yeah. go on to bigger and better places. These big dreams that I thought I right. had, the dreams I have now. Make those look hilarious. Yeah, but so th- that's small.
0: that's why you needed to be there, though, is because you needed to meet Cole sure. and you needed to do this incredible thing where, like, let's be clear, was it one week ago or two weeks ago that you just moved onto the boat?
1: A week ago yesterday.
0: Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> tell us about the boat first of all. Yeah. And tell us what that's like. How many (coughs) outfits do you have on your boat? How many cups do you have on your boat? How many forks (laughs) and spoons do you have on your boat? You know? So we
1: are currently learning minimalism. We have had three yard sales leading up to moving on the boat. We have made a Bunch of goodwill runs to donate. Wow, Um, we've sold it, given it away, all the things, and are still purging. So can't really tell you that yet because we've moved a whole lot of things on that are probably going to get purged later. But it is our dream boat. We um, have shopped and shopped and looked and watched YouTube tutorials (laughs) of boat walkthroughs, and she is exactly what's her name? What we wanted. Her name is Adventure Cruise, Um -hmm. sailing vessel Adventure Cruise. So. Collectively, Cole and I and our dog Dixie are the adventure crews, and then she's
0: adventure crew. And to be clear, your last name is spelled C R E W S, exactly like the boat crew. The adventure crew, C R E W S, cruise. Exactly. I love it. And you're going to do charters off the boat, right?
1: We we expect to have four to six paying guests each month, which is really how we'll cover the cost, right? So we're going to do the YouTube thing. Got the blog going. Well, and
0: you're already monetized on YouTube, and you guys haven't even set sail.
1: I know. We hit that goal four months.
0: Yeah, I love that for you.
1: Everything that we prayed and planned and wrote down and spoke have has happened in the order that we prayed and planned and spoke it.
0: Okay. Wild. So, I I feel like we we have to hammer this point because there I mean everybody, everybody in this whole world has things they hope for, things they want to do, but then usually they say Ah, I mean, that there's just no way. Mm-hmm. And then they don't put any effort behind it. They don't put any faith behind it. They don't put any action behind it. So help me understand where the difference has been for you, where you said, I'd like to tell stories and go around the world, but you didn't dismiss it like, you know, what a dream, whatever, that's not going to happen. You actually put stuff behind it you put action and faith mm-hmm. and and belief and I mean you spoke to it and here it, is. here it is so like walk me through that the difference that you've now made in your own life that most people can't make
1: yeah the mentality is the just go for it mentality it's very simple that's very surface level right like people yeah. say oh if you can dream it you can do it it's more than that right and had I not had that just go for it mentality years ago my life today would look radically different And to put that into perspective, so my initial major was not communications. I changed my major three times (laughs) to get to communications. And this is funny. I don't know if I've ever told you this or not before. I toured your station when I was a junior in high school. And there was a curmudgeon photographer there (laughs) who said, oh, don't go into news. You'll be eating bread and water because it's all one-man band. You don't get paid very well. And I'm like, okay, great, fine. That didn't yeah. scare me. Yeah. So I said, that's what I want to do. And even still, that wasn't my major because I had um, pressure from at home saying, you know, we want, do this, you, do we that. want you to yeah. succeed. Do this, do that. You know, that's not going to make a lot of money. But still, I wasn't scared. So I, at the time, was going to MTSU, right, and walking past the MassCom building every day. And I just felt that pull. And at the time I was reading a book, you're made for a God-sized dream. And the next day, I just said, I am changing my major, and this is what I'm doing. Hmm. And obviously, big full circle moment. Had I not changed my major, wouldn't have gone to South Bend, to Indy, totally. to meet you, to Sarasota, to now meet Cole, which is obviously, I know that was the purpose yeah. of landing in Sarasota. I have
0: goosebumps, by the way. I mean, I know that for you. I know that was why you needed to be there.
1: That was the why. I mean, I didn't know that at the time. All I knew is I took the lowest paying job in the prettiest city I could ever (laughs) think of. And it's exactly where I wanted to be. I mean, even during my interview there... It was so funny. My news director took me to the beach, and she said, you just got to see the beach. You know, she was selling it to me. She didn't yeah. have to sell it to me. Because they pay in sunshine
0: sold. usually in the Florida market. Right,
1: exactly. I was already sold. She didn't have to, to sell it to me. And I just remember that sunset that night was just, I knew in my soul, I'm like, this is where I'm supposed to be. And then she says, funny enough, she goes, look at this sunset. This is Jesus telling you, you need to be here. <laughs> and on the inside, I'm like cracking up because I'm like, uh, I'm uh, totally feeling that too. <laughs> Jesus is yes, telling you. Jesus in is sunset. telling me. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyways, I, I was sold and I knew in my heart, that's where I was supposed to be, but that just go for it mentality, right? That just go for it mindset led me to where I am today. And the just go for it mentality is going to lead us to our future. That's going to be full of adventure. Yeah.
0: And I feel like COVID, I mean, this is Covid was terrible. Like, let's sure. be clear, Covid was terrible. Even you guys suffered from Covid. Your husband was hospitalized Cole for was, nine days. Cole was in his seventh day
1: of the hospital on this day last oh, year. Oh my gosh!
0: So yeah. here we are, a year out, a year yeah. past, and it's you. You just, I mean, me myself coming from long term hospitalization, that sucked. Sure. And I have a heart for people now that I I didn't. Have before I had mm-hmm. no idea how awful it was to be in the hospital mm-hmm. all of that time, and it just, my heart aches now thinking of you guys and thinking that I didn't support you in the way yeah. that I should have. I didn't know, oh, now sure. I know you know what it's how like, yeah. awful that is. And mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm sorry, I love you, I'm going to continue to support you, even That's though I okay. didn't support you in the way that I would now. That's all you know, good. If, if the roles had been reversed. But, um, you know, seeing what it did to everybody, I mean, mm-hmm. like, COVID did stuff to everybody, sure, and now we see. The great resignation, because mm-hmm. all of us in this whole world had time for reevaluation. Oh, sure. And it, I feel like COVID might have been part of what needed to push you to say, oh, you know what? This really sucks, mm-hmm. you know? I'm, I'm not going to spend the rest of my life doing I'm this. I'm not. I'm not going to spend yeah. my life at someone else's beck and call to have a contract I hate or hours I hate that, um, you know, that's killing me. You Like, yeah. you had physical issues I had eyes going along with the, oh my gosh. I definitely was
1: getting depressed. I mean, waking up in the middle of the night, there's a video of me. It's actually in our first YouTube video where I am just totally and completely over it. I'm recording myself. I have my phone up behind the steering wheel and it's just sitting there recording as I'm talking to it on my drive into work. And I'm like, I'm over it. I'm over the hours, coronavirus, politics, the schedule. And in that video, I say there's got to be more to life than this. Like this isn't it. This isn't setting my soul on fire. And I think when people are looking, you know, of of what that is, you know, they have a little festering in their heart, or maybe it becomes a big festering like it did for us. Mm -hmm. Like you just have to act on it. Like life is so short. And if there's anything we've learned from COVID, I believe that's it, that life is short. You can plan your whole life of, one day I'll do this. I'll start this business. I'll have kids. I'll um, go on an adventure. I'll quit the job I hate. And that may never come. Yeah. I mean, Cole's in the hospital for nine days. And after he got out of the, out of the hospital September 11th of last year, wow. one of the first things he said is, We're buying the boat, which we oh, already knew we were yeah. buying the boat before. But it was like, We are now more than ever going to do this yeah. because life is short. And we're not going to look back one day and say, I wish I would have tried. And that's really mm-hmm. the same mentality with TV, too. I wasn't scared of not making any money. I knew if I loved what I was doing that it would work out. And that if it didn't, I was more than capable of finding another job. I yeah. could go back to school. But the fear of looking back on my life one day and saying, mm. what if? I wish I would have tried. That scared me more than just trying and potentially being poor.
0: But you know what? You The fact that you realized that at, were you 30? At that point? I just turned thirty this year. Girl, I thought I would you were thirty two. Like, no. Oh, okay. No. So you were twenty eight or twenty nine at that point? At, at what point when I at started? At the point that you that you said no to the contract and quit a year ago. Yeah, that
1: would have been twenty nine.
0: Mm. Yeah. Girl. 30, I just, I'm like,
1: excited for thirty. I mean, thirty, 30 is gotta be
0: amazing thirty for you. flirty
1: and thriving. <laughs> like it is. We went under contract on our boat on my thirtieth birthday. Oh my gosh! This decade
0: is gonna be awesome. So here, here's the thing that I find amazing, and you to me illustrate this is like when you know, for, for however, whatever level of spirituality somebody is, if you say God, if you say universe, whatever you want to say, spirit. Um, When you start making choices, when any of us start making choices that are meant for us, that is us answering the call of our heart, like in your heart, you knew you needed to do something like this, quit your job, pursue living on a boat, pursue this lifestyle. You knew, and you answered that call of your heart. When any of us starts doing that, every decision that you make that's the right decision, it's like... God comes out, universe comes out, spirit comes out. And it's like, here, you made the right choice. Here's another slice of bread. Here, you did it. Here's another <laughs> slice. It's like the affirmation every time of like, you're doing right. Keep going. You're doing right. You followed your heart. You're doing it. You're doing it. Keep going. I mean, like I look at you and think that you are an example of that. Do you feel that in your own life?
1: Oh, it's a God-sized dream for sure. He's, he's every step of the way. He always has been. He, we wouldn't be where we are if it wasn't for being a God-blessed dream. I know that, and I'm super excited on how we can use our vessel to bless other people in the way that we've been blessed. And the way I look at that, in, in the simplest of ways, is my gift to the world is storytelling. Yeah, it always visual ha- at that visual, visual storytelling. storytelling. Yeah, and and that's what I've been doing for almost a decade, and it's going to change shape a little bit, and obviously be a lot more fulfilling. But I think of people who will never get to go to these places that we get to go to. I always think of my grandmother mm. because we went. Uh, Who's here in, yeah.
0: in, in the in the Nashville area. Right,
1: exactly. Um, I think of her. We went on a shipwreck dive on our honeymoon. And I think, I can't wait to put this together for Nana to see. Mm. And I can't wait for lots of nanas all around the world, you know. Yeah. Maybe they're not nanas, but someone who would never get to go there yeah. to see those those places. Yeah. I'm excited
0: about that. So tell me visually, what, what is it that we'll see on your YouTube channel? So you're
1: going to see our travel and adventures, but
0: really focusing on the
1: places we go and the people we meet. So where we want to be different than what's already being done, because yeah. well, we are not doing anything new, right? We are not reinventing well, I mean, the wheel. But
0: at the same time, <laughs> you aren't, but you are. Sure. I mean, it's not normal to sure. do what you're doing. Sure.
1: But it has already been done by plenty of other people. But where we want to focus is, these people who would otherwise never be seen by the masses if it weren't for us. So I want to see that little mom-and-pop shop on the side of the road that are folding palm fronds and making jewelry to to feed their family and serving their community. Like, that's the story I want to tell. Yeah. I'm excited about well, that.
0: And that that's something – and I remember saying this to you even last year when we were talking about this. Like, you kept coming to me saying, Laura, my, they're not – I mean, they're just basically – I'll save the crude language, but they were <laughs> crapping on you yeah. in your contract. Totally, and you kept saying like, "What? What? This is not what I want anyway. This is not what I want." And mm-hmm. like, I, I remember getting to the place where I said to you, "Just quit. Just leave." Yeah. And and here's what I said to you: You are different. No one else doing this is a news anchor. Like you're a news (laughs) anchor quitting everything and getting on a boat. You know how to tell stories. You know how to shoot, write, edit, produce video. You know how to do that. Mm -hmm. And storytelling is an art and you had perfected that art, Mm -hmm. you know? And so for you to get on a boat and do it, you're not someone who's just shooting video on an iPhone and saying, here's what I've got on today, or here's the sponsor that's sponsoring this. And like, you have a good voice. You have a good storytelling sense, you know? And so for you to, exactly like you're saying, going into communities, going into the tiny, tiny, maybe a a key, go into Mm -hmm. a key here or there, and you're telling these stories of these people who otherwise would never have their story told, that's amazing. And that is different. That is what will set you apart.
1: I'm excited. It's going to be
0: chart awesome. chart for me where you guys are going to go like well actually I should back it up when do you set sail
1: so we set sail first of november okay so november 7th is our
0: from date s-
1: from Sarasota. Sarasota yeah. And you
0: start and you go where? So we're going to the Keys. Key West is
1: our first stop. We'll hang out at Dry Tortugas for a couple days, explore the fort there. We've neither ever been there. So we're excited to, to go there, tell that story of the fort, and then we'll make our way up along the east coast of Florida. We'll dip into Miami if there's anything that needs to be done on the boat because, as <laughs> you know, um, when you when you get going, uh, things can, can yeah.
0: break down on you. And you're on the water, <laughs> yeah. so it's not the simplest fix. Right,
1: exactly. But if
0: you're close enough to land, sure. then yeah. we can dip into
1: Miami. So after that, then we'll uh, hop over to Bimini, which is the, the closest point basically to Florida. So we plan to spend Thanksgiving in the Bahamas. That's our, our hard set goal. We have had Thanksgiving in the Bahamas on our to-do list oh. for a year now. That's something that you know, our hard date, we want to be there. And then from there, just keep trekking south. So we'll spend uh, uh, December, January in the Abacos, which is where we got married in February. So that'll be really fun to go back there and then just head south. So our okay. goal this time next year is to be, say, Aruba.
0: Okay. I, below I mean, I the hurricane Aruba. belt. God. Yeah, right. And so for anybody who doesn't know, Aruba has like three days of rain a year. <laughs> and they are, as you say, below yeah. the hurricane belt. Um it never sees hurricanes, like maybe once in 50 years. Like it just doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, Let me ask you this. So I'm trying to put it together in my mind, and for anybody who's listening too, you said you want to do four to six charters a month. So will someone just follow your journey and say, well, God, I want to be Mm -hmm. in Aruba and just plan a trip to like fly into Aruba and then set – gosh, just set a date with you to do a charter with you while you guys are there. Is that how it will work? Basically. So they're
1: coined as adventure charter. So when you think of like below deck and things like that, Mm -hmm. this is not what this is. So when you come on board with us, you are getting the lifestyle, right? You're getting the ocean to table. You're getting the snorkeling, the spear diving, the free diving, Yeah, all of those things that we'll be doing. You'll get to come and experience that for- And you do it with two people who are really cool. Yeah. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) So that's what that will look like. So we have our our itinerary basically of where we expect to be when so like I'm telling you we expect to be in Bimini for Thanksgiving so say someone wants to book after that week they'd say hey you know we want to book with you we'd say okay it's looking like we're going to be in Bimini for this date as we get closer you know we'll book your flight I mean you would book your flight everything else right, on right, board right, right. is all inclusive and then uh, come on board with us and then that's how that would work so really whatever the closest airport is as we're traveling along the way I love so. it
0: So, and just to be clear, you're doing day charters or overnights and people like live aboard with you for a couple of days? People
1: would live aboard with us for a couple of days. Wow. Yeah. So, year one, the Caribbean loop, basically the start of the Caribbean and hoping to get down to Aruba. Depending on how year one goes, we would keep going farther. (laughs) And the ultimate goal is crossing the Pacific. Ah, what? So, we're talking Fiji, Tonga. Girl. I don't know if we'd go all the way to Australia or not. Maybe. We'll see. I mean, I'm... I'm these, like, these, this is, like, long-term, like, very back of my head right now. But still there, right? It's still a thought yeah. in our mind
0: of, of what could be. I love it. I, I just really freaking love it. And I just... I think more than anything... First of all, when you told me like, "Hey, I'm going to be in Nashville saying goodbye," essentially, yeah, to Nana, to aunts and uncles, you know, to the people yeah, you love family. who are here, and you're and you still have friends here, like you know, so you have your whole schedule. And I was like, "Oh, great! You're going to be here. Come be on my podcast <laughs> and let's talk about this." Because Amstigator is founded in purpose, right? Like mm. this this podcast is about purpose and finding purpose. But season three, specifically, I wanted it to be less of purpose as a destination and more about the path we take to get there, the lessons we're learning along the way. So I know me as a now 37-year-old, I'm only just getting to the point where I feel like I'm old enough to see patterns in my life where I can say, oh, yeah, this is the lesson that keeps coming back up, keeps coming back up. But you as your 30-year-old self, who I thought you were 32, 30,
1: Don't age me, Lauren. I know, I know. You look so
0: cute and young. I love it. I told my husband yesterday, I'm like, doesn't Emily look 25? She looks so cute. Um, But as a 30-year-old woman right now doing this, like, incredible living of a life dream, what lesson can you say right now is either coming through for you or what you're learning in this very present moment? I mean, we just have to, to go
1: for it. I think that is what has resonated so much over the last year two years and making this huge transition right so we knew that we were going to do this a year and a half ago I mean the dream has been there two years but say really the last year and a half is when we said okay concretely this is what this plan is going to look like I mean we have a timeline on our fridge or we did before we moved out of our house we had a timeline there on the fridge and first thing on the list get married (laughs) February of 2022 list Cole's house for sale sell the house, (laughs) find the boat, like outfit the boat and, and putting that into concrete. You literally wrote it
0: down and you saw it every day when you looked at your fridge.
1: Exactly. So like I said, the overall message here is just go for it, whatever it is in life. Like do it. Do it yeah. now. There's never there's never a right time to do it. Now is the only time to do it because tomorrow's not promised. Right. But the steps of getting there, you can't just say like, oh I'm just gonna go for it and have no plan. Like right, right, you right. have to have a
0: plan or you will fail. Yeah, so is step so- one
1: Dreaming? Make, make the plan. Well, you got to have the dream, right? Or, yeah. or what are you going to do, right? What's your action? So yeah. you got to find the action that you're going to do, whether that's buying the boat, starting the business, starting yeah. the family, whatever that is. And then make a plan. Make those small actionable steps to get there, right? Like we initially said, oh, in November of 2021, we want to have been married, sold the house, buy the boat, do all these things. And then we quick, quickly realized, like, whoa, that's not attainable. So attainable <laughs> goals are very, very very important. Otherwise, yeah. you know, you might snuff out your own Ooh. dream and say, like, oh, yeah, maybe we can't do this. So
0: I'm hearing from you right now that even if you don't meet your goals, you guys weren't sidelined by that. You weren't discouraged. No, by we that. realized
1: that was a little too ambitious. So we're like, yeah. OK, maybe we'll set sail on 2022. And then we we put the plan together. We put the business model together for the guest on boards, the charters and obviously the, the YouTube portion of what I would do and then made those small attainable goals. So obviously we got married. Then we listed the house for sale. We sold the house. We started looking for the boat and all these small actionable steps that led up to the big overall goal.
0: I'm just so proud of you because it's not just the boat that you've done like that already. It's like, wow, that's crazy. But we have to be clear that part of your plan was also, hey, I'm going to quit my job. And what am I going to go to? Right. And you created something that you went to That's also flourished in the meantime, right? Like, so there was, you created a cushion in all of this. So explain what you've created and what you're doing.
1: Sure. I really did it out of necessity because I was leaving the business with no idea what was happening next. All I know is that I still wanted to tell stories. I still wanted to write, shoot, and edit, but I didn't want it to be about COVID or politics or anything (laughs) of the like. Yucky stuff. No yucky. Exactly. So I started a content creation firm, Anchored in Media is the name of it. It just made sense, right? for my past anchoring and going forward with the boat life mm-hmm. and I create social media content for companies and I now have a team of five that I've grown it out to in the last year which has been absolutely incredible that team can now support the adventure crews in our efforts but it started as just creating content for local businesses and has since expanded and entrepreneurs to- right like exactly and it has since expanded to shooting master courses shooting marketing videos uh, we have a new client starting soon where we're going to be shooting some music video type format, which will be super fun for her YouTube channel that she's starting. She's a a, a singer who wants to get started again, Hasn't, hasn't been singing in a while, but wants to really pick that back up. So we're super excited to start that. So really anything digital marketing is where that's now grown to in the last year. And where did you get that idea, Emily? You know, I got this great idea from my friend Lauren. She was like, you know, you should really look into to doing some work with local businesses for uh, their social media.
0: Do you remember your initial reaction when I was like, this is what you need to do, Emily?
1: I remember I was sitting in the car on my quote unquote lunch break at 7 a.m. Yeah. I had just finished anchoring. You and I were texting. I gave you a quick call and you're like, you know what you should do? You should go into businesses that you really like Yeah say, hey, do you need any help with social media? And I remember thinking to myself, I mean, that's kind of cool, but it doesn't really sound like it's going to pay the bills.
0: But now you have five employees a year later. Well, I've more than doubled later.
1: my salary in the last year, and I now have a team to support me. So I really wish I would have quit sooner. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? It's been amazing. Like leading, leading up to our boat adventure has been awesome because I have the freedom to do all the things I want to do. I'm not quitting my job anymore. I already quit the job, right? I've got this new job that I've created that I absolutely love and feel so
0: fulfilled. Yeah, you you, you said yes to becoming the author of your own story. You created the life that you want. I feel like so often everyone's afraid to do it, but, Mm -hmm. I mean, let's be clear. Were you afraid?
1: Oh, absolutely, of course. I didn't know anything about business, and had it been not for Cole, I wouldn't have done it. I mean, having that supportive partner in the background saying, Hey, you can do it. Hey, I'll help you. And he is very instrumental in the business. I mean, all business decisions are obviously between the two of us and he has helped so much. I couldn't have done it without him.
0: Yeah. But for anyone who doesn't have a supportive partner or just even someone who can believe in them, this is so important. You guys, like if you have an idea, if you have a dream, no matter what, that dream was put in your heart so that you would fulfill it.
1: Sure, there's a dream for a reason. Things don't just happen for a reason. It's not just a coincidence.
0: Yeah, it's there, and we're. It's our job to act on it, right? Exactly. Like, that's the. That's the breadcrumb. Just act on it, and then more will be revealed. More will come. You know, gosh, all you have to do is do the scary, scary thing, and just. I mean, to use the the the, the water puns, you just have to jump in you know, you just have to jump into it.
1: Exactly. It's amazing all the things that have just worked out since leaving TV and starting the business. That's been amazing. And the whole journey to getting the boat and making it happen, all those actionables. It's just really wild when we stop and think about it, that every single thing we have planned to happen has happened. Like that is it's powerful. That's we know we're in a powerful season, right? But I think we're not special. Other people can do it. Totally. That's but you exactly. You have to make the
0: plan. That you it's it's the plan, it's the belief, it's the I mean it is truly it's the belief in yourself that you can do it. It's the trust in your your in your soul, like in your intuition that you guys have we all have it. We all have that little voice, but if we exercise it, and we say, okay, I'm going to listen to this more. I'm going to lean into this. I'm going to listen to this more and more and more. That voice gets louder, and you learn to trust it more and more and more. And, and you have, Emily.
1: Exactly. And it's not that I'm not scared. I'm scared all the time, but I still go, right? It should be scary. If you're not scared, I think you're doing something wrong. You're, you're going into something blindly. Anything you do that's big or associated with risk is scary, yeah, but you still got to do it because it's in your heart for a reason. And another thing I want to talk about is how do you know when it's the right time to yeah. go for it? You know, Great. because I told you in 2019 I was sitting on the beach saying, "Oh, I'd really love to be a travel blogger," <laughs> like, and that kept growing and growing and growing. And then obviously Cole and I started dating, and it kept growing yeah. and growing. And how do you know? Yeah. And I think it's when you get that festering in your heart that you just can't let go yeah. of.
0: Well, it was the way I like to say it is the pain of staying is worse than the pain of leaving. Absolutely. You know, like leaving yeah. the current situation. So like if I'm going to stay in this mm-hmm. really awful situation, it's more painful than just setting off. And I feel like when it's the right time, it's not just like you know, there's more to it. I I and this again is being 37 and seeing all of this pan out in not just my life but everybody's life now at this point. Um, who I'm close to who's been through this kind of like amazing life-altering time where they say not only did I know, but I was reaffirmed time after time after time where it's literally every door closes and there's only one to walk through where it's like here's the only way and for you it was you were given the worst contract with the worst terms with like a terrible situation where it was it was not like you were conflicted mm-hmm. about what to do. Sure. And I do feel like God works this way where it's like, let me make this easy for you. Sure. This is not going to work. Let me make it easy. You don't have to hem and haul. Right. Here's this terrible contract with the terrible terms. But hey, here's this man who loves you. Here's this man who dreams with you. Here's this desire in your heart. Here's this yearning you have to be on the water. Here's all these positive things. So that's why I often will say, well what are you excited about? Sure. What are you, what is what is where is peace? Where is happiness? Where is excitement? Cuz if they're not at the 9 to 5 or if they're god if they're not in the relationship you're in, mm-hmm. if they're not in those other things, that's not where you're supposed to be. Like right. these are all the ways that we're supposed to learn that something's not right for you. Panic attacks? Mm not right for you. Sure. Nervous breakdowns, mm. not right for you. But hey, synchronicities, things falling into place, joy, love, excitement. Uh, mm-hmm. Those are the things that are right for you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you experienced all of it. Exactly. Which is beautiful. Yeah.
1: It's wild. <laughs> it truly is wild. And, and we would try to not tell people about it. That's how we knew it was it was big and real. We're like, okay, we're not going to tell any more of our friends because some of them think we're crazy, that we want to buy a boat, we want to do this. Did people
0: really say and you're we... crazy? Like, I'm just curious, did people really, or did you expect people to tell you? Oh,
1: Cole's dad told us he was going to call us a psychiatrist because we had lost our minds.
0: <laughs> were you deterred
1: or were you hurt? How did you feel? Well, we actually took a video and we said, okay, it is. it was 2021 at the time. It is blah, blah day in 2021, and we're just recording this for you now because one day when we get our boat, we're going to show it to you and yeah. remind you of what you said. Unfortunately, that video got deleted oh, accidentally, no! but we did tell him about it. We're like, you know what? We recorded this video and remember yeah. what you said to us, and look at us now. And yeah. he, it was obviously when he was on our boat, and it was really funny and a, a funny moment. But yeah, there's definitely, uh, we've lost friends over it for sure. You have? Yeah.
0: You want to talk about it?
1: Uh, mainly Cole. Yeah. Mainly Cole. I feel like most of my friends have been pretty supportive, which has been great. But yeah.
0: Well, you got woke friends, been... like non-toxic woke friends. Right. Of course. It's great.
1: <laughs> so, But we knew when we couldn't keep it a secret, even when we wanted to keep it a secret, that's when we knew it was real. Hmm. And I think that's, that's, interesting. that's an important lesson for people. When it's something, it's the first thing on your mind when you wake up and it's the last thing on your mind when you go to bed,
0: that's when you know you got to go for it. I felt that way about my husband, actually. Yeah, like I felt that way about him where I just, I never, um, I never wanted to tell anybody about him. Isn't that funny? But I mean, (laughs) this was years ago. (laughs) No, but it was initial. And here's, here's the way, like it almost felt holy and sacred and like, gosh, it was just that special where I was like, I got to protect this. So, I mean, for months I didn't tell anyone and I'd never felt that way about anything or anyone, um, and I j- just hearing you describe your dream that way is—I mean, I know that emotion, I know that feeling because I felt it, but with you know a, t- a completely different thing. Sure, because it feels like even the way you describe it, it feels sacred. You know? well, that's
1: how I felt when we released our first YouTube video. So obviously our close friends and family have known, you've known about this yeah. for quite some a time, long time. Yeah. but before that video went out, I dare I say I was a little anxious on how I felt that morning when I first woke up. I'm like, oh, today our first YouTube video is going out. It's not our secret anymore. What's yeah. been our secret for all this time is now being shared with anybody who finds me on the internet which was a little scary. Hmm. I'm not sure why.
0: Well, well, okay, once you released it, how did you feel?
1: I felt much better. Yeah. And I've gotten really great responses. I mean, people I haven't talked to in years, oh. middle school, people I went to middle school with have reached out and said, "Oh my goodness, I'm so invested. You know, I'm yeah. signing up to your email list, I'm subscribing." And I'm like, "Oh. See,
0: that's these are really these cool. are more slices yeah. from the universe. Like, yeah. here you go. Here's another slice. Here's another breadcrumb. Mm-hmm. This is what you're supposed to do. It's right. working out." Sure. I will tell you from my own experience, just anytime I felt fear or concern, like, for example, um, the episode that I launched season three with where mm-hmm. I went really detailed about, um, you know, being in the hospital and what it did to me uh, mentally, physically, spiritually and all of that. Like, I felt really kind of like, ooh, this is a serious, this is the most important episode I've ever recorded. Sure. Like, as a solo episode, I'm nervous. It's vulnerable. It's super vulnerable. And I felt... Nervous to release it, and then I released Mm -hmm. it, and wouldn't you know? Like as soon as as it was out, I was like, "I don't care what response I get from it. This is what I needed to share. This is I was given this platform to share these kinds of lessons. This is important, you know." Um, And so I I get that. I do. I do want to ask you more about this. You know, the the negative responses that you've gotten, because I'm glad you actually brought it up, because this is something I wanted to talk to you about anyway, which is. When somebody feels triggered by something you're doing, this can be any person, any situation, Mm -hmm. like for anyone listening, if you have this dream or you have this relationship or you have whatever, and people are suddenly like, oh, I don't think that's the right choice for you. And they start getting really freaking weird about it or tell you don't do it or try to try to tell you your dream is too big or try to tell you you're too loud or try to tell you any of that, like... That's them being triggered, first of all. Mm-hmm. I know it's hurtful, and I'm sure you and Cole were super hurt in those times mm-hmm. initially. How do you think you were able to get past that, first of all? Like, the sadness of people's reaction to what you were doing.
1: You just have to learn they're not your people, or they're not your people anymore. Yeah, I think you go through seasons with friendships and... Um, dare I say, family and other relationships, too, that they're not always going to be your people. And, I mean, you just got to move on from that and realize that you're not for each other anymore.
0: Yeah, I do think, like, when someone... When someone get, I mean, like this has happened to me before where I've seen something or heard something from, it just, it can be whatever. And I just suddenly get like, oh, why, why is this person doing that? Or why are they saying that? And then I have to like check myself and go, whoa, wait a minute. I'm getting triggered right now mm-hmm. about something. And then I have to ask myself, why, why is this, why is this making me act this way? Why do I feel triggered? And I do think some of us, the role we're supposed to play in this like beautiful, I don't know, illustration of life, like with this all, this consciousness that all of us are participating in, part of it is, I think, to wake other people up. Part of it is, like, the point is, yeah, I'm supposed to be living on my purpose so that I trigger you. I'm supposed sure. to do that, like, so I should be triggering people. You know why? Because it will wake them up. It'll draw draw awareness to the fact that they're not living their dream or they're not doing anything that scares them right. or they're not doing anything that brings them real purpose I, I wonder for you how often people are coming at you with their own fear, like fear, like oh, you're you're living your dream. Oh my God! Like don't do it. Mm-hmm. And and are you able now to go? Oh, that's fear, and I see your fear. Sure. Like do you see it that way, or do you are you past getting hurt by it?
1: I think we're too new in it, right? So we're just now announcing like this big thing that we're doing. I think that's still so new. And then the news is so new. I haven't, I haven't had a lot of that yet. I did have someone comment on uh, my post the other day and says, you know, I was a nurse. I I used to work in the cancer department. And I think what you guys are doing is great because those people who are at the end of their life, they're never talking about the things they did. They're talking about the things they didn't do. Mm. So I do expect to get more of this as we go, but it is still so, so new. I wish I had a better. Answer for you now. Well,
0: what you're doing is inspiring. You know, it's for those who aren't triggered by it. It's inspiring, you know. And I think the part you guys play not only is like the pursuit of your own purpose, but it's also to wake people up. Like what you're doing is to show people what's possible if you believe that you can do it.
1: Right. And that's half the battle, right? Believing you can do it is a huge part of it. Just the mere fact of saying, I can do this, I'm going to do it, and writing it and speaking it. There's so much power in the written and spoken word. I mean, that's biblical, right? Written and spoken word and just believing that you can achieve whatever it is. Did
0: you ever doubt yourself?
1: Oh, of course wake up most days and think we're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Even oh. still, I wake up and like, I'm this, is crazy. <laughs> this is crazy. Yes, of course it's terrifying. We yeah. are terrified. I mean, it's the fear of the unknown, right? Yeah. But again, staying in one spot is scarier than just jumping yeah. and getting out there. So... It's going to be a learning curve. I mean, it's not always going to be a bowl of cherries. There's going to be plenty of things that break. I mean, day one of getting the boat back, there was a leak, and within oh, wow. a couple of days, there was another leak. Oh so, no! You know that's part of it, though. Like we know that going into boat life, things are going to break.
0: Yeah, but you have to have but that's plan part B. Of it. You yeah. have plan B, you have plan yeah. C, you have like your whole order of things that you exactly. do in the event of things going wrong.
1: Right, and and we've gotten prepared for that. That's the whole reason we went to C school to get our captain's license is that we want to be as prepared as possible. We want to have the knowledge, we want to be equipped with all the things, and I tell Cole all the time, I'm like, the only thing C school did for me was make me scared <laughs> and make me think of all the things that can go wrong, but knowledge is power, Yeah. so taking that fear and, and getting our a ditch bag ready and getting all the things you know for our life raft if something were to ever you know happen we will be prepared and we laugh about it now but it, it really did just make me scared but again yeah. it's it's a fear of the unknown right it's all it's all gonna work out I've never felt so strongly about anything in my entire life yeah I know it's it's going to be so successful and you know hopefully we impact a lot of people along the way and inspire them in some way even just a small way to to get out and live more and like we've talked about wake up from whatever it is you're doing that doesn't fulfill you I mean goodness we have one life to live why aren't we running like we're on fire for our dreams
0: it's crazy you know (laughs) so what's the lesson here Emily what's the lesson the
1: lesson is just go for it the only time to live is now you can't plan for tomorrow because tomorrow just isn't promised
0: My sweet, sweet friend, how you've grown. I just love you so much. I'm so glad to support you. Tell me your YouTube handle so that everybody can go ahead and subscribe to your channel. Yes,
1: it is The Adventure Cruise. But go to our website, theadventurecruise.com, and get on our mailing list. Yes. We'll send out all the emails for when a new video drops, which will be every Monday, except for this week. We're putting out two episodes. Oh, how exciting! Wild this week. (laughs) So, yes, we love uh, it. We continue the boat buying journey. This week on YouTube. So wow. obviously we're a couple weeks ahead.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it and I love you. I Emily, love you. Thank best you. of luck to you.
1: Thank you so much. And you have to come to the Bahamas with us. <laughs> I mean, I want to. You don't even have to. Don't twist my arm. I think we could do some podcasts there very easily. Um,
0: heck yes.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. If you couldn't tell, I am so incredibly proud of my former protege. Fate made it very clear she had bigger fish to fry. Okay. Get out of television. There were other things she needed to do. But I think what she was saying at the end there is just so powerful and it bears repeating. Believing you can do it is everything. There is power in the written and spoken word. She is so right. How often have you heard someone say, write your goal on a post it note, put it on the mirror, put it on the fridge, put it on the steering wheel, wherever you're going to see it. And then every time, read it out loud, feel that expectant gratitude that it's coming and keep going. And like Emily said, say to yourself, I can do this, I'm going to do it. I can, I'm going to. And I love that. It's not just I can, but I will. You know, there's real action there, not just belief, but action. And then you got to make the plan. Do it. Show yourself you can follow through. Show yourself how powerful you really are. And I know for myself, like, I'm learning a version of this lesson right now. I'm realizing there have been so many times in my life where I've been afraid To just say what I want, really go for it. And it came from a real fear of failure, personally. I thought it was easier to play in arenas where I could win, and I knew I could win, because then I wouldn't have to fail. But that just ain't cutting it anymore, and it's not for you either. What's tapping your shoulder right now? What's grabbing your attention? Maybe that's the breadcrumb that's like, hey, step out, try it, trust, Maybe that's why you heard this episode today, because you needed a kick in the pants, and I'm glad to deliver it to you. Because I believe so strongly that your desires were put in you for a reason. They are your true north, you know? Those crazy ideas, the crazy dreams, they're not so crazy. I can tell you from experience that when you start answering to that tug on your heart to be or to do or to try, that's when you start feeling totally alive. That is purpose. That's how you start cultivating meaning in your life. And it pays off, I'm telling you, for a full life, happiness, excitement, joy, purpose. It's worth it. So if you're just living for the weekend right now, that ain't living. Living on purpose is. So I encourage you this week, write down something that requires faith and belief in yourself. Something that requires you to trust your intuition. Put it somewhere you're going to see it. But bigger things, things that you have to hope for, have faith for, those require faith, but they also require action. So what do you need to write down? What do you need to say, I will do it about? I ask you because I believe in you. And since you're here listening to this, I know you'll do it. You just needed a pep talk from Mama Lauren, and I'm here to give it to you. Coming up next week on the podcast, I have Rhea Fry with me. She's a fiction author who also helps nonfiction writers get their books from concept to proposal to agent to published. She's a mom. She's a podcaster. She's a business owner. And she's an all-around boss bee. I'm just here to tell you. She shares a lot of pretty wild and amazing ideas that I'm just excited to share with you. So I can't wait for you to hear her episode next week. For now, I encourage you. Shine your light lead with your heart and live life purposefully i'm Lauren lowry and this is amstigator